given your background, have you been asked to go over to South African Airways yet? To South African Airways, did you say? Yeah, why not? I mean, you, you did a great job at Comair. Um, they need a really good CEO. It seems like uh, pretty much the worst job, maybe after, only after ESCOM, I would imagine, um, to take that on. I, um, I did get a call a few years ago, um, and I guess, you know, before one even considers that kind of a job, uh, certain things have to be put in place. Um, and, you know, one would require autonomy to make some quite drastic decisions in that organization. So not not, not the world's most uh, desirable job, I would say. <laughs> yeah. But we, we saw each other this week, which was really great. I mean, uh, you know, we, we've, we've known each other for many years at your time at Comair, then when you, you moved on to Discovery, I was, I was surprised you were telling me you'd actually disco- at Discovery for three years and, and then decided to go off and, and, well, do entrepreneurship very much for your own, starting a 12J fund. Just, just unpack that a little. What is a 12J fund and what attracted you to it? Well, I mean, the, the first and foremost, I had taxable income that I wasn't that keen to um, part with a big chunk of it, uh, of my um, taxable income of, uh, for that particular year. Uh, and the 12J thing popped up, which is essentially um, gives an investor a full tax deduction into these these 12J vehicles. So I did quite a bit of research, set up a fund uh, without really any kind of strategy, um, got some money from friends and family. And um, after a while, kind of realized that, I mean, I mean, firstly, 12J is all, all about creating economic growth in the country, obviously creating jobs as well. And there's certain sectors that it targets um, in order to do that, one of which is the hotel sector. And I thought that that fitted in quite nicely with my past experience and certainly what I like doing in terms of building new things and uh, dealing with people and customers at customer service. But uh, also from an investment point of view or from an investor point of view, it, it gives it, it, it gives a very strong underpin with property, uh, you know, being at the core of it. And so it kind of checked a lot of boxes. And, you know, two or three years later, we building a, a hotel business. Well, and, and the first one's up. It's in Rosebank. I, I had breakfast with you. Very good. A very good omelette uh, at what's called the Home Suite Hotel. It, how how big is it? You showed me around, but I didn't count the rooms, the number of rooms. Yeah, so the first hotel um, in Rosebank is 28 rooms. Um, it's kind of our proof of concept, um, and the concept really is around, you know, creating a, a kind of home, a homely environment, an environment where particularly business travelers feel like they're coming home. Um, but, you know, we also wanted to create a, a feeling of sophistication and um and and that's you know that's why we got in a top designer. I'm actually sitting in the slow lounge as I speak to you. The guys that designed the slow lounge when I was at Comair, um, we um, we recruited them in uh, tonic design to really create a, a spectacular kind of um, environment and interior design. Um, but most importantly, a feeling of uh, of home and 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 a, and a welcome feeling that you know kind of tired business travellers. Um, I'm one of those who up and down from Cape Town almost on a weekly basis. It really is uh, nice to have a place that you can go back to that feels warm and comfortable. So how is it different to a Airbnb on the one hand or to a traditional hotel? 
Yeah, so so the interesting thing is I think, you know, uh, what's happened obviously in the com- accommodation world over the last decade or so is this Airbnb phenomenon. And um, there's a lot of very appealing things about Airbnb. It's, you know, it is, it is often homely. It's kind of in the suburbs. It's got a local kind of feel. Um, and you don't kind of get lost in a big hotel. I think the flip side um, from a market marketing point of view is that people, you know, often feel that it's a little bit unpredictable. You don't really know what you're getting. Um, it may be too intimate that you, you know, kind of sitting, um, sharing a place maybe with with your host. And so we try to, you know, take the best of Airbnb, which is really that that that, that homely feeling, that kind of suburban uh, location. Uh, but include uh, all the sophistication and a lot of the amenities of a bigger hotel and uh, the security and, and all that, that goes with it. So it, it, it's kind of a blend between, you know, the traditional big hotel um, and the best of an Airbnb and, and, and what, that, uh, what that offers. And the kind of people who've uh, booked in, you've only been open a couple of months, but who's it appealing to? Yeah, so, so the, the, the main target is, is business travelers, uh, people that are uh, kind of independent. They can make their own travel decisions. They have, you know, a discretionary budget. So it's, you know, slightly, it's priced slightly higher than a, a kind of a normal four-star hotel. And, um, and uh, yeah, so that's who we're targeting, you know, people that, and, and certainly people that travel frequently that want to come back to a, a place that, that feels familiar. So you got the first one in Rosebank. And uh, again, your entrepreneurial spirit is telling us that won't be the last. Yeah, we've got plans for another five. Um, Rosebank is definitely the most interesting uh, node in in the Johannesburg area. Uh, we're going to do one in Santon as well, as well as a second one in Rosebank. And then uh, we also have a few projects in Cape Town. Cape Town, um, as you know, has gone through quite a rough patch from an economic point of view, from a tourism point of view. Um, but that's, uh, there seems to be a, a, a recovery taking place there. And uh, the opportunity, I guess, is to um, acquire property um, in Cape Town at very attractive prices at the moment. And that's what we're doing with a few new projects down there. So it will be, um, you know, over time it will have a national footprint, but uh, one at a time. What about Derbs? Is Durban yet (laughs) on the schedule? Yeah, Durban is is interesting. And Schlange in particular um, the activity or the most appealing kind of part of Mslanga is is down at the um, at the ocean side, not uh, not necessarily up at the at the village. Um, and so so we are looking at projects there, but um, you know we raise capital on an annual cycle. With the you know most of our capital comes in on the 27th of February, just before people realise that they have to pay tax. Um, so we get a big flood of capital on an on an annual basis, and then based on that can take on um, new projects.